Okay, we are in Sefer Zechariah, Perak Hay, Pasuk Aleph, and it is not getting any easier. And not just the confusing symbolism and the very cloudy metaphors and the visions which are so capable of multiple interpretations, so much so that we have seen that in each parak up till now, Zechariah must have an accompanying malach to explain to him what he is seeing. And I say not only that, but today we're going to encounter a contrast from the previous parak, which you will recall ended with beautiful words of Nechama, that after they build by Yashani, they will live in tranquility, the spirit of the Kaddish Baruch Hu will rest in the base Hamikdash, they will live in prosperity. And now Zechariah, as sometimes happens, does a 180 degree turn to Dibre Tochacha, that they're going to be punishments, they're going to be stark, destructive prophecies when they sin, as they will, says the Navi, in Bayashani. So we turn from the beautiful words of Nechama to Tochacha now. So let us begin. Now the Navi gets another vision. The Oshuv the Esa Enai, the Ere the Megillah and now my eyes are raised and I see before me Megillah Ofa, a flying scroll. Now we have seen the metaphor of the prophet seeing a scroll, uh, most particularly in Yechezkel. You will recall he sees a scroll with writing on both sides and it is of lamentation, it is of dire prophecy. So here too, Zechariah sees a scroll, but absolutely does not know what it says. By Yomer, what do you see? Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu or the Malach. For Omer, I see a flying scroll. Erk ba esrim ba ama, varach ba eser ba ama. 20 by 10 cubits lengthwise and by width. Now those numbers are no accident because those are the exact dimensions of the entrance to the Heichal. So we assume he is seeing this come out of the Heichal, of the Mikdash. In addition, Beyond that, he's not able to tell what it is. And this triggers again that classic machlokas we learn between the Radak and the Abarbanel. The Radak says this inability to tell what he's seeing or to interpret the vision without the help of an intervening malach is a perfect illustration of how at this time, the Shechina, the Ruach Nevuah, is departing from the Navi. There'll be only one more Navi, Malachi, after Zechariah, and it's grown weak. The Ruach Nevuah has grown weak. The power of the Nevuah has grown weak, and that's why it is subject 
to interpretation by malachim, if not outright explanations. Abarbanel says, no, that is not true. It is not weaker. You've got Malachi after Zechariah, who is perfectly lucid. The spirit of Nebuah isn't fading. It's just that the Nebuah itself may be deeper. So that basically is the Machlokas here. So he sees this scroll, can't tell what's on it, but he knows it's the measurements of the Heichal. Vayomer and so the Malach interprets for him. Zos This is the curse that is going out from the base Hamikdash to all those who dwell in the land. Because all those who have stolen you who have exploited your fellow Jew, and more importantly, who have taken the name of the Kaddish Baruch Hu in up till now, you have escaped punishment. I have waited. Perhaps there would be tshuva, but it is to no avail. Now you're going to get your punishment. I will bring out this punishment, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Uval beis haganov. It will come to the house of the thief. Bel beis hanishva b'shmi l'sheker. It will come to the house of he who's taken my name in Ishvuah sheker. Velana b'soch beiso. It will rest in his house, in the Ishvuah sheker's house. V'chiloso v'es eitzav v'es avanov. It will destroy the wood in the house, it will destroy the stones in the house, the very house itself. What we're saying here is the absolute severity of the sin of Shuash Shav. Unlike any other chet, where often the punishment is postponed. It could be postponed because, let's say, the person has schuyot. Let's say the person attempts shuva. But with Shuash Shav, it is an entirely different Avera. Why? Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu will not forgive the Shuashav. In fact, he may not be able to grant Mechila for the Shuashav because you have taken the Kaddish Baruch Hu's name. It would mean erasing Shem Hashem. And you cannot do that. And that's why the punishment for Shuashav is immediate. It is severe with no remedy. And so now that's what's going to happen. You will be punished with the tremendous severity of penalty that Shuashav carries. So now, another vision. It's like the Malach has disappeared and now come back. Now he reappears to me again. Now lift your eyes and see what this coming out is. Meaning out of that Heichal again, out of that 20 by 10 entrance to the Heichal is now coming another vision. And I say, again, Zechariah is incapable of telling what he sees, narrating it. Vayomer, the Malach says, Zos ha'efa ha'yosei. This is the efa. 
AFA is a clean, it is a dry measure, which we use to measure for korbanos, for other many measurements in the base Hamikdash. This is an AFA. And this, the eyes will see throughout all the land. So we are not sure what does it mean? What will it see? It will see the tremendous sins that B'nai Israel is doing. It will see the sins it is doing with the Ephah, with measurements, with cheating, with explanations. And a bar of lead is suspended. And sitting in the middle of that Ephah jar with this bar of lead suspended over her is a woman. This is an evil woman. The metaphor is a very wicked, sinful woman. And she is cast into that apia, And her mouth is stuffed with that lead bar. What are we possibly talking about? The Gemara in Sanhedrin tells a beautiful agada that we have learned previously, but it pays to review it. Let me quote, it's from Samach Dalet Amud Aleph, a brysa, Toshma. The men of the Tanoim and the Amorim cried out to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and the men of the Anshe Knesset Hagdola. And what do they say to the Kaddish Baruch Hu? Bayo, bayo. They cry out, woe, woe to us. Hainu dechavre leveso. This is what destroyed the Kaddish Baruch Hu's house. Vekalyo lehelecha. And it burned the hechel. Vekitlanu letzadike. It's killed our righteous Jews. Vaaglinu leYisrael mearayhu. It's exiled us Jews from the land. Vaadayin. And this evil force still dancing among us, undeterred, untrammeled. Did you, Kaddish Baruch Hu, give it to us for any reason at all, other than to get a reward if we could overcome it? We don't want that. And what they're referring to, of course, is the taiva, that has lasted for centuries, the taiva for Avodah Zorah. We don't want the reward. We don't want it, that evil taiva of Avodah Zorah. And then they fasted continuously and prayed, A note comes down to heaven, from heaven, to Hainu Kasiba Emes, which was written one word, Emes. Omer Rav Chanina, Shmamina, Husamu Shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu Emes. The Kadosh Baruch Hu, who is called Truth, acknowledges that this Avodah Zorah that has tormented Israel for centuries is 
a terrible problem and we have to do something. We cannot change the man. B'nai Yisrael is just addicted to Avodah Zorah. What we did is pray that eliminate the taiva. If we can't get rid of the effect of Avodah Zorah, eliminate the inclination of man to Avodah Zorah. And so what happens? Nafak begurya denura mi base kachekdashim. A fiery like lion cub comes from the Kodesh Kedashim. Amar nahu lavi Yisrael, and the Navi says, Hahu Yitzrov da Avodah Zorah. This is the metaphor for Avodah Zorah. And so they grab it in the end, they grab this cub lion. Shavayu Bahuda da Avda Okusuya Ba'avda. They take it to a lead cauldron and they cover it with lead to Shayar Kalif, because the lead will absorb the sound of its voice, the screaming Avoda Zora cub that is fighting to the end for his survival. By Yomer, because it is written, and this is what concerns us, the Pasuk says, By Yomer Zos Harshah, this is the evil one. This is right from the Pasuk we had. By Yishlach Osa El Tocha Eifa. He threw it into the Eifa. By Yishlach as Evan Ophares El Pia. And he threw the lead stone in its mouth. In other words, what Zechariah is seeing according to the Gemara, is the end of the taiva of Odazora by Anshe Reis HaKolah. It is being stuffed into that afar. It is lead bar forced into its mouth. And somehow this does restore some element of clarity in the Odazora. But in the end we see B'nai Yisrael was incapable of overcoming the taiva of Odazora. So you had to pray Hashem for supernatural miracle to obviate the taiva for Avodah Zorah. And in truth, it never came back. After that, in the Beis Hamikdash onward, the taiva for Avodah Zorah of that kind, some would argue Avodah Zorah exists in different forms today, but the basis of this is this Pasuk in our Zarya. And now another vision. And now two women come out. Malachim, as it were. This is the first and only time in Tanakh there is a reference to a woman Malach. Usually the gender is not specific, but we know it's couched in male terminology. Then they have male names, Gabriel, Michael, etc. Two women angels, perhaps because what they're about to do to this woman who has appeared before in the cauldron, because of Sneus, they may refer to two Malachim in the female gender. And so it has wings and it flies its wings with like a stork. And now carries that ephah with the woman in it, with the bar of lead in her mouth, suspended in a shamayim. 
And I say to the Malach who is speaking to me, this is Zechariah talking, Where are they taking the Eifa? To build for them a house in Beit Shinar. Eretz Shinar is another name for Bavel. Bavel is caused because Shinar, they changed homes, they changed places all the time. For Huchan, Hashem al And we are putting it on its foundation. What the Navi is saying here, according to the Radak, is that it is inconceivable how many people from Bavel refused to come back. Can you imagine you have a call to build a Bayashani? You have the potential to bring the Geula now. You have a king who says, I'll finance it. You have leadership like Subavel, a direct descendant of Melech David, and like Yoshua ben Yosadak, the direct descendant of the last Kohen of Bayas Rishon. The continuity is perfect. It is genealogically um, excellent. It is perfect pedigree, and they still don't want to leave Golos. And so what they're doing is they're building houses. He, um, and that's what the Kaddish Baruch says, look, no, no bias. They want houses, they're building lavish houses and homes secure in Golos, rather than to seize the opportunity of building by Yashani and thereby bringing the Geula. And so it is with that that the Navi concludes this part of the complete tochacha to B'nai Yisrael, how they are taking an opportunity and just blowing it. And we, the important thing again is the ridding of Avodah Zorah, perhaps with the taiva of Avodah Zorah gone. Now they can come back, build by Yashani, and thereby reestablish the Malchus of B'nai Yisrael, because remember they are still a vassal state of Persia, to build the Malchus, to build a bias with the Shechina there. And we will continue with Mirza Hashem, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. Be there. Ad Khan.